Hey, 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 listeners. Welcome back to the True Life in Abundance podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lenora. And I'm Shannon. And we're back today with another episode. And as always, let's get started with today's quote. And it says, expect in abundance. The streams of plenty always flow towards the open mind. And that's by Bob Proctor. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Abundance. Yes. <laughs> so, like, I, re- I realized when I was looking up quotes today, I was like, you have to actually believe it mm-hmm. in order for you to, like, receive it. Yeah, it's almost like our money affirmations, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all that stuff has to be because you know they say what we speak is what we believe and what we you know think is what we believe and we speak it and all that stuff starts to manifest. Um I really believe that um whatever you say, good or bad, will start to change the world around you. That's so true, you know, because it says in Proverbs 23, 7, that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Or you could change that out and say, so is she. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. So everything that we, that's why I feel like when we do our podcast, like everything that we do on here is like Mm -hmm. positive. Everything's geared towards no negativity. You know, you have stuff that's negative that's happened to us financially or whatever through our life. But Mm -hmm. we're just trying to turn into a positive so everyone else can start to feel that positivity. Even if they're having a bad year, a bad month, bad day, they can start to hopefully believe that, you know, themselves, they can start to have those positive moments and positive financial moves in their lives and stuff as well. Yeah, that's definitely our prayer. So we'll get more into that in a little bit. So let's get started with today with giving thanks. Yes. So what are you thankful for this week? Today, I am thankful for God's provision. So I changed it at the last minute of what I was going to say, but I have like a little (laughs) quick little story. So recently, um, I have not been doing like the Uber Eats that I was doing for a while for like an additional income. So I haven't been doing it for a while. So like my cash flow isn't as it was at one point. So anyways, nevertheless, I was just like, you know what? I could use like another like $200. And it wasn't like I, you know, was past due on any bills or anything, but like just was like, I would love to have like an extra $200. Mm -hmm. And I was saying that one day, I was saying it like in the daytime and I was just like, just saying it out to God. And then when I got off from work, went to go check my mailbox and there literally was a check in there of like 200 and something dollars from Gura. Yes. Like real talk. Like this happened like last month uh, from my health insurance provider. They sent me back a check for something and because I paid them enough of money. Mm-hmm. And so they sent me back a check and it was like, literally it was over a little bit over what I was telling God that I would love to have extra. And yeah. so it was like $221. It wasn't like a huge check, but like, I was just like, you know what, God, I think like I was walking all the way back to the apartment. Like, God, I thank you so much. Yeah. Like, cause I thought I was like, Oh, and this another bill I got to pay. Like, nope. <laughs> yeah. It actually was a check in there. So I was just like, I was, so this week I am thankful for his provision because he is always looking out for you, girl. 
Yeah, that's good. Especially like you just kind of spoke that like I just I could use the extra two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Not for nothing in particular. I just could use it. You yeah. Know? And it was just like, <laughs> you know what? God was like, I, I got you. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. And I told it to a friend of mine uh at church that week because she's going through like some financial hardship. And mm-hmm. uh, I was just telling her that to encourage her. And she was just like, Wow, she was very encouraged by it. And I was just like, friend, you know, things are going to get better for you. And I just told her the little story and she was blessed by it. And I just hope it blessed somebody else, too, to know that, like, he is listening. It may not happen for you the exact same way that it happened for me, but he is listening and he will be there and he will, you know, however he got to get it to you. You know, he's no one trick pony, Mm -hmm. so he could get it to you in a number of plethora of ways. So. Yeah, that's yeah. my what I'm grateful for. What about but, you? Well, before I get into my um, what I'm grateful for, I will just piggyback on that. I think that um, sometimes we also have to be willing to be open to how God blesses us. Yeah, because sometimes we expect it to come a certain way, and it doesn't come the way we were expecting it, and then we kind of can push it away. Or, you know, be prideful and say, well, I didn't want to get it uh, through my mom or my friend or however the blessing comes. We sometimes we're prideful and and we know pride can really um, hurt us. So if you get a blessing, certain things are blessings. They don't necessarily everything doesn't come with like a caveat or a like strings attached to it or anything Mm -hmm. like that. It's just sometimes God says, I'm going to use this person to bless you the way I want you to be blessed. It's not so going to be the way you you think it's going to come. It may make your relationship closer to that person because they're blessing you, or it may open your eyes to something. You don't know what God's trying to show you when he blesses you. So um, just keep that in mind and just be mindful and just sometimes put your pride, well, put your pride to the side and let it go and let God bless you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so for me, this week, I am just grateful to be alive. Yeah. Um, just to wake up. I've been waking up really tired this week, kind of dragging, but I'm just grateful to be here and be able to share my story and give affirmations and love to everyone. So I'm, ha- I'm grateful to that God has been continuing to spare me. Yeah, that is true. And I I like that because lately, like, on, like, my social media timeline, it's just so heavy. Mm -hmm. It's like it seems like everybody is losing someone or Mm -hmm. someone is just gravely ill. So I like that, like, being thankful that we we are still here. You know, life may not be perfect for us so we may still be in in the middle of a storm or we may still be waiting on God to answer our prayer but you know it is thankful that we're still here still have another day to have breath in our lungs to be able to do what he called us here to do yes exactly that's what I was thinking I was like man I'm just glad to be here like mm-hmm. so many people I know people say this in church like so many people didn't wake up this morning but it's true like so many yeah. people God said, you know, your time is done. Like, you've completed what you came to do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like God still has more purpose for me and more for me. He wants me to do on earth. And I just am glad to be here to hopefully fulfill what he has for me to do for him. 
can't wait to do it <laughs> yes <laughs> yes I love that all right so quick little definition of like how uh, we get like a money mindset it is shaped by our upbringing personal experiences cultural background and overall attitude towards money yes so you know we've talked about money mindset before a mm-hmm. little bit and I always laugh at your um sleep sleep when I die comment and girl that's a terrible one <laughs> it's so bad and every time I think of money mindset I think of the sleep when I die comment because people always say that like I get money I sleep when I die it's like don't sleep you'll be that quicker <laughs> right like money can't rule everything but you gotta make sure it almost goes back to last week it aligns with your your financial integrity like are you what are you doing to make sure it's going towards your you know goals and the way you live mm-hmm. but um yeah I always think of that when I hear money mindset <laughs> like money's just driving you like, yeah it shouldn't drive you yeah it shouldn't <laughs> Yeah, it shouldn't be like controlling your every week. I mean, no one's making money at every. I mean, yes, maybe they are because of their business is like a smooth mm-hmm. oil running machine, but no one should be thinking about should I save money at every second of the day? Because that's just, oh my God, do you have any relationships or right. <laughs> like any hobbies that you just money is just driving you that's that's crazy like it's a it's a good tool to use but it's definitely Mm -hmm. a terrible master you know money needs to be ruled it shouldn't be ruling us exactly and (laughs) with that mindset I do believe that we get a certain mindset the definition really does say, say it all because I do believe we do learn certain habits and sometimes we have to break them because of how we're raised um how we're taught or we don't you know we stray away from certain habits because of how we're raised or whatever because we're like my parents did it this way I don't want to do it this way or that's true uh so I do believe it shapes how we think and uh, our attitudes toward um towards things when it comes to finances because of how we are raised our environment what we see like sometimes we see people who don't have a lot of money, but they are very flashy. So they're going to try to buy like the over the top stuff because that's how everybody in their environment is. It's not about really having it. It's about actually just looking like you have it. And yeah. So some environments are like that. They thrive on if you look like you have it, then that's okay. But, it's not, you know, they don't care about if you actually have it. And um, I do believe that shapes people and how they uh, are towards money and their habits. I definitely do agree. I know a few people came to my mind when you were talking (laughs) (laughs) that actually look more like money than they actually have, which is very sad. Um, But yeah, what are some things you have done to shape your money mindset for your future? Well, uh, I, I have said before, I have done things for for my I start off with my children um I've set them up with certain accounts and things like that so they can have uh money growing for them uh certain insurance policies and stuff my son has a um I don't know if it's like a my first bank account or whatever but anytime he gets money he wants to put it in there he's Aww. a sucker. 
So his birthday just passed uh, the 15th of July this month. And so he got all his money and he's like, I'm going to save it. I'm not going to spend it. Of course he wants to spend my money. Uh, but it's of course. like, <laughs> I want him to have that saving mindset. And I, um, so I do like that. So I've been trying to like say, hey, don't spend it if you don't have to. Is there something you really want? It, can it wait? So I have been trying to show him that because I wasn't um, taught certain things because, again, not anything against my mom. She did what she had to, but we we were struggling. We were mm-hmm. trying to survive. So we was in survival mode, not thrival mode. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> That's and, real. I'm trying to, and I'm trying to be on thrival mode with my son and my daughter. So um, I've been teaching him that to kind of help shape his uh, mindset. But as far as me, because mine came later in life, I've uh, started to later on or, you know, started to get uh, educate myself because sometimes we wait on other people to educate us when we can always pick up a book read the internet I mean we're on the internet anyways on yeah social media and it's stuff on social media they could teach you like TikTok is very educational believe it or not it's a social media outlet but people have very good information on it if you get the right content um it's so many places where you can learn but really self-taught you can really just scroll the internet and really learn how to um take care of your finances make sure it's in good health so that's what I started to do. I started to, I think I told you all, once I got my life insurance license, I learned that that was one vehicle for uh, growing for retirement and things Which, like that. And mm-hmm. I, yeah. Then I also learned like that opened doors for me and I have economic books downstairs in my basement. I have all kind of financial books downstairs, but I had financial books prior to even years prior to me even learning about life insurance how well like it was for your uh for your life um so I bought my first probably economic book when I was in my early 20s now I only read half of it but I still had it in my mind but I didn't really educate myself then I educated myself in like my late 20s so um, that's what I started to do to shape it. It was uh, educate myself and then taught myself how to save because I was not a saver, as I mentioned to you all before. I didn't save whatever extra I had. I spent, paid my mm. bills, I spent the extra. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> there <was> no safety. <laughs> and so later in life, I started to teach myself put this away because if an emergency happens, you'll be okay. You don't have to ask nobody else. And if you do have to ask somebody else, then you know that you know. You, you can pay it back because there's not this whatever, but it was always me very tight on money. So now I um, I save and I try to find other ways to create wealth for my family. Mm-hmm. So long-winded. <laughs> no, no. I'm glad you brought that up about the life insurance. I didn't want to cut you off, but when you brought that up, that is so true. It is a vehicle for people to gain wealth. Most people, unfortunately, around when someone close to them pass away, they actually go into debt. Mm-hmm. However, there are most wealthy people do gain their wealth that way. Either they have trust that are set up yeah. for them from, you know, grandma or their parents or whoever. Um 
also I know the Kennedy family, unfortunately, most of them died really young. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how they gained a lot of their wealth mm-hmm. um, is through them passing away and passing down um, wealth to them because, you know, they were passing away in their 20s and 30s. So then they had, you know, the other ones coming right up, you know, at teens and stuff that were gaining the wealth because they weren't, you know, unfortunately, they, a lot of them didn't grow old. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was definitely a way. And so that's why I try to definitely tell people around me that I know, like, hey, please get some form of life insurance and get just a little bit more. Don't just try to get just enough just to bury you. That's great, you know, but get a little bit more so you can leave something back. Cause even if you're, you know, even if you're like, okay, you're not leaving your family set, but Leave them a little cushion too, you know. Let's not be greedy. A lot of people in the black community only think about, well, I just got, you know, just the ten, twenty thousand enough just to bury me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just enough to cover arrangements and then, you know, that's like it. But like, okay, if you could add another, you know, whatever. And it's if you get it when you're younger, you know, it's like pennies at a dollar, like an extra ten bucks, you might could add another twenty five, thirty thousand on there add it you know don't just get just enough like don't think about just okay well i'm not leaving a burden on them because everything is paid but do a little bit more and if you could do more than that then do that too but i wanted to say (laughs) i wanted to get that out before i (laughs) talked about what i did because it is so true there's definitely a vehicle that i don't think because people think like oh it's morbid so they don't really want to talk about it I've actually been sitting down talking about it with all my siblings or whatever. They really haven't done much about it since I talked to them about it. (laughs) (laughs) But at least I have got the conversation started um, with them. And And I'm licensed in Florida, so. (laughs) Yeah, and I, I plan to keep on having the conversation with them because I'm like, hey, you know, not that I'm looking to bank off of them you know but it's just like hey for their children you know so but yeah yeah and one more thing real quick I just know that just because something is morbid and you don't talk about it doesn't make it go away or maybe it ain't gonna happen (laughs) yeah it it doesn't it doesn't go away because you don't talk about it like yeah yeah, it's gonna scare you but yeah you know you should be scared when you drive you should be scared like it's not gonna go away it's Mm -hmm. gonna stay there and then you're gonna create a bigger problem because you didn't even address it address it and move on yeah that's all you gotta do get your policy and move on it's not like a the a death stamp when you get it like <laughs> it's, 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 you're doing the right thing when you get it so don't if you're afraid of it face your fears and then move on yeah true agreed <laughs> <laughs> all right so for me some of the things that I have done for my money mindset for the future is I do talk to my daughter about finances um she do I have like a like a board in here where I write out my bills on I've showed it to you I've sent you the picture of it (laughs) so she knows about that I put the bills down and she'll help me like clean it off every month and stuff like that and I'll put the new bills up the next month um so she do see that 
Um, she do plan to get a job. I'm not really, I mean, if she get the job, I'm not really, okay. I'm not, I don't really want her to get a job right now due to the fact of her junior year is going to be a full load, but maybe mm-hmm. her senior year would be a better year for her. But if she get it her junior year, it's whatever. Um, and I, I did tell her like, Hey, we'll, we want to sit down, you know, go over your paychecks with you, you know, teach her about how to pay her tithes. And how teach her how to save first. And then, you know, there's a lot of little things that she, you know, have written down that she desired to get. And I told her, hey, it's nothing wrong with getting those things, you know, one at a time. Go to what's most important. But, you know, just want to teach her those things. Um, we have been talking about, since she will be a junior, I have been talking to her about, um, you know, like student loans and stuff like that I stress to her so much how I don't want her to have student loan debt so I told her like this year we will be looking for scholarships for her and things of that nature I will have her to write out this summer before it ends like a like a general why she should get this scholarship and then we can always tweak it to different places so that's one way that I have wanted to change my family tree with her but mm-hmm. for myself things that I have done I have like you have tons of books um podcasts I listen to YouTube videos and the bible um mm-hmm. has also helped me shape my money mindset as well because we have people like David Abraham and King Solomon they were all wealthy um God blessed them to have wealth and they managed it well and also I debunked that lie that the white man is holding me down and I can't succeed I am so surprised that people still think that way now do I feel like that maybe for someone a person of color will they have more obstacles to climb I do yeah but I'll definitely don't feel like that it is not obtainable for me just because of the color of my skin I I don't believe that 100% I'm like no and also I stay away from people who also have negative mind frames I don't want nobody putting me or God in a box like when people start saying stuff like oh like no I don't know if that couldn't happen for me or for you and I don't really tell my dreams to many people but if I was to say like oh like I you know want to be wealthy want to be a millionaire and they like say something negative right then I never will talk to them about it again and I probably will really distance myself from them (laughs) because I don't want to be in that same bubble yeah of them and their negativity Mm mm-hmm so yeah. Yes, that negativity is definitely can rub off on yeah. <laughs> Definitely can rub off. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot one other thing. Oh, and I I do a lot of goals too. So I do a lot of small goals, small obtainable goals that put me in a pos- position towards my bigger goal of being financially free. That's good. So yeah. So I'm like you know what, maybe, anyways, I don't want to put God in a box and say, okay, it's going to be 10 years when I'll be out of debt. I don't know. You know, I can go out there tomorrow. It could be a million dollars check in my mailbox or whatever. (laughs) But, um, 
one thing I will say is, is that I just do the smaller goals, you know, what we talked about last week, paying down um, debt more. So therefore, when I could get to that point where I'm like, okay, you know, it wasn't all in vain that I, I did this for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes, that's goals. I I always have to have goals. I have goals for like everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always writing down, especially now that I be at work. I really be writing down stuff that pop in my mind. I'm like, ooh, we break a list of this stuff here. Okay, of, you know. So I always have goals. Are important. People don't realize how important they are. They're super super important. Mm-hmm. Just they keeps really you on are. track. Yeah financially career-wise yep personal life whatever you want they keep you on track if you write them down look at them every day change them yeah. when you need to it's okay yeah. to change your goals yeah absolutely yeah definitely okay to change your goals I've definitely changed some stuff around for yeah. some of my money goals this year yeah all right. Um, do you think that everyone could have a positive money mindset and therefore be wealthy? I I do think it's possible for everyone. Um, yeah, I do. I think it's possible. I think if people would, I get mainly stay positive and put in the work. I, I'm a big believer of putting in the work. Because it just does not, for the majority of us, it's not handed to us. Mm-hmm. So you have to put in the work, be positive, be honest. Yeah. And yes, I do believe it's possible for everybody. Um, it just, it may take some longer than others. And I mean, I'm not rich yet, so I'm still clearly trying to put in the work. But Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I do have a plan and a goal for uh, what I want and how uh, my husband and I have been really, really talking about some things and really trying to get into some things. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're trying to get to a point to where we are. We would say we don't we want to be able to be financially well off, but we're and we want to be able to bless other people. We do. Yeah. But we don't feel like we have to have a ton of like all this money. We don't have. We don't feel like we have to be a billionaire. We don't. I know that some people's goals and like you, I want what God wants for me. Um, but I I never felt like I had to be like this billionaire person walking around. And he feels the same way too. We just want to have enough to make sure we're able to our family's comfortable and we're able to bless and help other people because he knows my goals as far as helping other people and he feels the same way about helping other people so just that's what we want to do that's our our main mission but um i can't remember the question <laughs> i just no, started rambling <laughs> you are going now I'm just saying like do you think that everyone can have a positive mindset and be wealthy Oh, uh, yeah, I do. So, yeah, that's, but I was just only speaking on, yeah, I started to speak on me and Kenneth. So, yeah, um, yeah, I do believe everybody can if they put the work in. And however you get there, it's up to you. I agree. Yes. Yeah. So, absolutely, I do think that because of who God is, you know, like, mm-hmm. 
it tells us in um, John 10, 10, that Jesus came, that we can have life and that we can have it more abundantly. So I do believe it's 100% possible. Um, however, I do feel like that everyone won't get there. Mm-hmm. And that is for various reasons, uh, past experiences, laziness, and some people just like being mediocre. Some people just like, you know, they don't want to rock the boat. They just like, okay, I just like to, you know, have my average salary, have an average yeah. life. And and that's okay. I mean, each person, um, like the the story in the Bible of the talents, each person is given to their ability and to their talent to much whom is given much to whom is required so yeah. the more that God give you the more God require of you you know he's not God isn't requiring the person who is making 60,000 a year to give the same as somebody who's making 1 million a year mm-hmm. um but you you give on your level that you are on or you you know you follow his plan of what he had for you on your level for me, I don't know what he have for me. Whatever he have, I plan to do it. If I, you know, have blessed people on this level I was on and on levels smaller than this, <laughs> mm-hmm. then I know that once I get to those levels, it would definitely, you know, would just increase it. You know, like some people people say, and I love Biggie Smalls, but more money, more problems. I don't agree with that. I agree with more money more responsibility Mm -hmm. so the more money we have the more we have a responsibility to store it well yeah I you know it's crazy I wrote down um um, I believe we are blessed when we bless others Mm -hmm. um we don't need a lot to bless others yep But the more we bless, the more we should um, be a blessing. The more that we are blessed, the more that we should be a blessing to others. That's what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was it's writing so- that at work. I was thinking like, you know, right now, like like you said, like now I'm not in the where I feel like I am supposed to be financially. But mm-hmm. I, whenever I have the opportunity, I do, I do bless others in this state. And I feel like... Um, that's what we talk about a lot. Like the more we have, the more we'll be able to give. And yeah. Each yeah. level, you know, mm-hmm. that you unlock, you know, there will be another responsibility that God's gonna say, Okay, now that you, you know, unlock the you know, one hundred K a year, now what? Like are you going to do the things and then when he see you're being faithful over that then he's like okay then you you know you keep on going up and I'm not saying everyone who has blessed or went up has been faithful I definitely know that they haven't Mm -hmm. um but people get things for for different reasons anyway sometimes things aren't necessarily a blessing Mm -hmm. that someone could get because sometimes people having extra money can be a curse for them that's it they don't know how to steward it (laughs) yeah that's true. So yeah, so someone who, uh, you know, if they have a drug uh, addiction, 
or mm-hmm. alcohol addiction. Gambling. Yeah, gambling. That could be could be harmful for them to have more money. Yeah. Definitely agree. Yes. Yeah. So, and then another reason why I feel like that some people won't get it is because I know that there is an enemy uh, named Satan that is after our souls. And he wants to keep some people enslaved to a lower level of thinking, which mm-hmm. will keep them into a lower level of living. I agree. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's why I feel like it's super important for us to be able to reach as many people as possible because the more people that hear this and actually take it in and believe it, like you can break free from that curse. Like I don't think it's a curse that can be broken. Like God wants you to lean towards him and follow what he has for you. Um, Anything that's following the enemy is is a curse. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. I definitely feel that way. So do you have anything else before we wrap up this part of the segment? Oh, you know what? I did write another thing down. I did take notes, y'all, because I wanted to make sure I got some good stuff for y'all. But um, I was just also wanting to let y'all know whenever you get to a point, even now in your life, when you bless others, this um, be a, bless them from the heart, not out of obligation. Absolutely, with the expectation to receive something back, mm-hmm. like a blessing back. Like, oh, I bless this person now. God should bless me. Like, no, that's not <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works. Like, give, you know, because it's from your heart, not because you say, "Well, now it's my turn." And that's yeah. all. I, think. I know this was about money mindset. No, no, that's good. Mindset. I'm so happy that you brought that up because um, you made me think of this passage in the Bible where it talks about how when you have did for those, for the least of these, you've done it for me. Like he said, when you have gave somebody something to eat that was hungry or you clothed someone that was naked or you took the person in who didn't have a home or you went to go visit the person that is in jail. I'm just paraphrasing, guys. And then he was like, when you did that, you did it for me. And God will not be in debt to no one. So, you know, he's not doing it, like you said, with... um you know, it's not like a vending machine where you put something in, you expecting something to come back out. Right. But it's more like I want to advance God's kingdom. Like I because of what he has done for me. Like I want to do these things. And then as a result, he's like, Oh, okay. So because you want to do those things for me, because you know you're not selfish, then it gives God the opportunity for him to do in your life what that he wants to going back to your one of your favorite scripture Jeremiah 29 11 where he said I know the plans for your yeah. life their plans to prosper you and to give you a hope in mm-hmm. the future so he know that the plans that he have for you he just wants to see like are you at that place where he can trust you mm-hmm. you know with that yeah so yeah 
Yep. So that was a good addition. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get into today's money affirmation of the week. Yes. Today's money affirmation is I accept and receive unexpected money. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) I accept and receive unexpected money. Ooh, yes. Like my check that came in the mail. Yes. I thought that was super appropriate for your moment that God had for you. And it's going to be more to come for all of us. Yes. And guys, I, I, I was be praying it and telling God thank you for unexpected checks in the mail and in yes. my bank account. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that was yes. definitely one of those unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. And guys, you can like I said, write down these affirmations, say them to yourself because you know, definitely will want to you know, those affirmations is what help will help shape your money mindset. Yes, especially if your mind is like not where it needs to be financially. If you know that you need work and you just don't know where to start, just start by saying positive things, financial positive things to yourself. One, be gracious to yourself, but then positive over your finances. Absolutely. I love it. All right, wrapping that up, let's get started with today's questions. Question number one says, would you rather be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company with thousands of employees or have a a thriving small business with 10 employees or less? Probably a small business. Why? Because more people everybody is so different and you have to manage like even though you have like when you're a CEO you have like lo- like management under you that controls those people but you can't really control people you know what I mean so things go wrong and stuff and just having that's a lot of responsibility just to manage uh, to be a CEO um I actually looked at some job titles of CEO on Indeed like a couple days ago and I'm like that is a lot they get paid pretty good but this it's high stress Mm -hmm. so I thought "Mm, I don't know but you know who knows what God has for me why was I even looking that up okay Very timely. You didn't even know this question was coming. Right. Because I was looking it up like three or four days ago. So who knows why I was looking it up? We don't know. But as of right now, my little brain don't know what God got going on. But no, I would just do a small business. Even though they're still managing people, I, it's um, less than thousands of people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to pick the same. I would definitely take the thriving small business with 10 employees or less because like you said number one I don't want to like live for a business and I know a lot of times um when when it's like big corporation well anyways when you're the head person in charge you know everyone look for you when something Mm -hmm. happens and I know that it would be the same with a small business but I don't want to be like woken up out of my sleep in the middle of the night or something like I because there are a lot of 
Fortune 500 companies that are 24 hours and mm-hmm. I want my business to close at a certain time. Like I don't want somebody always having access to me. I want to have working hours. Like we're open from this hour to this hour and that's it. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I don't want to have to accommodate everyone. I know there are some jobs that require that, like those that work in a hospital, police officers. I'm so thankful for, you know, the mm-hmm. first responders who don't have that privilege because of their job. Um, I, just yeah. I, I know that God haven't called me to those jobs. So I want to be able to have a limit on stuff. Like I want to be able to be like, okay, when five o'clock come, I'm done. Like the weekend come. Nope. I'm not, you know, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Call, call back on Monday when it's working hours. <laughs> and I just feel like sometimes like in this society, like we kind of like feel like okay, we should have access to people all the time. Like oh my god, they I can't believe they closed or mm-hmm. something. You know, like every time on Sunday I ride past Chick Fil A, I'm like, dang, I would, would love to have a shake today. But I'm <laughs> like, I'm so thankful that they don't feel like they have to compete with you know some of the other chains that are open and they close at ten o'clock. You know, so it's like they mm-hmm. have limits and I feel like that's good like they're not worried about that they're competitors that are still open all night I know I'm kind of rambling but I just feel like I want to be able to have boundaries and I don't mm-hmm. want somebody always having access to me right and <laughs> you see I, somebody else mentioned that I don't know what I was who I was listening to but they were saying something about Chick-fil-A as well being closed and it's like they're still probably outselling most of their competitors they are, yeah. Monday through Saturday, they're still out selling them. So it's like they are able to rest and still do it like better than most of them competitors. So think about that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so let me shut down for a bit and then still be great. Yeah. That's definitely my mind frame. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. and I, like I said, I know. Because working at different places, I saw where, you know, that whenever something happened, it's like, oh, get them on the phone or whatever. Like, nope, I want when something like, okay, we're not in. Sorry. You know, you want this product. You want this. I'm sorry. You got to call back on Monday. Sorry. Yeah. It's 501. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to wait. And if a Monday a holiday, call us Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> All right. So question number two, would you rather go skiing in the winter or snorkeling on a warm summer day? Um, skiing. Yeah, I haven't been skiing. I do want to go to a ski resort. I do want to do like some small slopes. I want to learn. No big slopes, the small ones. So, yes, I do want to do that. Have you ever been snorkeling? Nope. I know how to swim, um, but I told y'all the older I'm getting, the more afraid of stuff I'm getting, and um, the ocean has scary stuff in it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I used to, I've, you know, no, I just don't, that's not me no more. Mm -hmm. 
what about you? I'm definitely gonna take skiing for 500, Alex. Yeah, um, <laughs> like you, I would definitely want small slopes. Um, I can't swim, but I feel like even if I could, like I do plan to learn, even though mm-hmm. I am closer to 40 now. So, um, no time at the present. I know that's right. Um, <laughs> so I still plan to learn. However, I just it just doesn't appeal for me to want to go underneath the water like that. Mm-hmm. I want to go under and come right back up. <laughs> <laughs> so you just want to be in a pool. Right. Like that. A bathtub. <laughs> the shower. Right. <laughs> so I want to <laughs> I want to jam and go under and come right back up. And so yeah, I just feel like the shampoo bowl. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> yes. So yeah, definitely see. Even though I hate cold weather. Mm. But I'm still gonna try it. I feel yeah. like nowadays they have like insulated things or they have like warmers and stuff like that. I could just put in. They do like so. I don't know if I was telling. I don't know who I was telling. I want to go to like Vermont. Did I tell you that last week on the episode? No, girl. Okay, <laughs> I'll be having conversations with my sister too. So I want to go there. That's why we literally talked about that. And I thought it was you, but it was me and my sister. So yeah, I. I, I think that's romantic. Like, go to a ski resort with some hot cocoa and yeah. a fireplace. And it does. It seems so romantic. So, I'm like, yeah, me and my boo can be laid up in the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Get some s'mores. We did talk about s'mores. Yes. He's been skiing before, too. But, I mean. Nice. So, he don't know what he's doing, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Y'all can learn together. You're right. <laughs> all right. Question number three. Last question of the night. This is a good one. <laughs> so, would you rather have your partner read all your text messages in real time or have the access to, or would you have, would you rather have to bring your children with you on a girl's trip? My husband can read my text messages anytime. <laughs> I don't I don't care. Them kids was not invited to the girls' trip. <laughs> Forget them kids. <laughs> yes, they are not invited. So yeah, I don't I don't have no secrets for my husband. Like nothing in there bad or nothing. So he can if he chose to read, he probably would not want to. He probably like, I don't want to read that. But yeah, I don't care about that. Okay. I'm definitely gonna t- I have a big girl. So I'm going to- <laughs> I'm going to take my daughter on a girl's trip with me because I would just bring like one of her little friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're 16. So, you know, I could leave them two in the room together Mm -hmm. and me and my friend could go. Maybe not necessarily leave the hotel, but maybe go down to the um maybe by the pool and chat or maybe we yeah. could do you know whatever you know if there's some a big resort yeah. big resorts yeah where mm-hmm. you could do things in there um all right I don't have anyone I don't I'm not married but if I was he would be like every time you <laughs> are mad at me I noticed you text this one friend I'm gonna call you <laughs> later girl <laughs> see girl I don't see I be calling that's what I do he done made me text messages. I need to talk. I can't text it. 
<laughs> so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't have anything to hide now and I won't have anything definitely won't have anything to hide when I'm married mm-hmm. um but I, I would think that my husband wouldn't want read them anyway right um but like I said he could definitely would have the code to my phone and stuff like that but just uh I don't know I guess it's because like sometimes I just feel like being silly or stuff like that and I just feel like I would want to just I wouldn't want him there in it in real time. Now, he come back and see something that's different because, again, <laughs> it wouldn't be nothing that he couldn't see. But yeah. I don't... <laughs> like, again, he'll know when I have a a little guy and that little emoji cussing. Yeah. <laughs> Call you late on that. Little red face with all the little letters and, sh- I mean, the shapes and pound yeah. signs. Yeah. <laughs> question mark <laughs> so he'll know he'll like oh I know she ready to talk about me <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah so there so but yeah but yeah I would just bring my daughter on a girl's trip I mean I would definitely understand why you because your daughter is, is young very young so it'll be and Riley of- wouldn't want to come he barely wants to come downstairs he got home he just got home Sundays I mean, he he doesn't want to hang with me. Still, I say I told it the same day he came home from the airport. I said, you want to go to White Pool? He said no. I said, I, I'm the only one in the house that want to go to White Pool. Nobody wants to go. Well, Gabby would have if she understood what I was saying, but nobody wants to go. So I was just like, I guess I won't go then. Oh, <laughs> they don't love me enough. You're I'm not cool. Quiet. No, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> they don't love me on them. Kid was like, I really don't feel like it. I'm like, you've been out for four days in a row. Like, how do you not feel like it? <laughs> like, I don't get it. But Aww. anyway. I... Sorry, Sugarfoot. Yes, I'll good. I'm gonna make them go, all of them go on Saturday. So I don't know <laughs> what the <laughs> everybody gotta pass Sunday. The Saturday y'all going. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Rambling time. Time to go. All right. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. We do appreciate this. Please share this episode with a friend or two because when you share, you do add value. And friend, can you tell them where they can find us at on social media? Yes, y'all can find us on TikTok and Instagram at TLIA Podcast. And we've been uploading content nearly every day. Some good gems for you guys. So follow Yes. And our email address is podcast.tlia at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, whatever, we're open to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And tell us what some things that you have done for your money mindset. Like what some things have you done to protect your future generation or what are some things that you do to for yourself now so something that we could share here on the podcast with mm-hmm. our listeners so therefore we can all grow together yes because if uh, it's something we miss y'all might have something we don't know yep so true all right guys we thank you so much for listening we'll chat with you guys next thursday bye bye